G'day guys, it's Cam from the ACC Insider Podcast here. Today we go behind the curtain with Australian CrossFit champion qualifier, Jess Coughlin. Hope you enjoy. G'day Jess, uh, it's Cam from ACC Media here. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to speak with us today. Um, I've got, uh, I guess our purpose today for me to provide a little bit of a picture to all the listeners at the ACC. So, by way of introduction, can I say that in 2017, you were ranked 36th in the world. <clears throat> you achieved 13th in the world games in Project 2019. Correct. And most recently, you achieved 5th in the 20... Uh, uh, sorry, 5th. That, that is correct. That would be me. <laughs> Holy dooly. That's, um, that's, that's, that's quite a list of things to have to your name there. Um, so, again, look, thank you so much for, for, for taking the time. Um, I guess what I'd like to kick it off is with – it's a bit of a broad question, but, but I'm sure you get asked a lot. Um, you know, how, how did you get started in CrossFit? Where did it all begin for you? Yeah, so uh, I guess I've been active my whole life. Um, I was a gymnast from the age of three and a half and I did that all through my childhood and my teen years. Um, I did it at a fairly elite level. So I guess upon finishing that, I still had that drive and that desire to be an athlete. Uh, I was training sort of yep. at my local gym or my local fitness first. Uh, and oh, So it was a globo. It was a Globo gym. Yeah, great, great. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. That's where we all start, I think, all back in yeah. the day. Um, and a personal trainer there, uh, he noticed, I guess, the intensity at which I approach workouts. So I would still try and train um, twice a day, uh, still very much had that athlete mentality. And he actually was a member of um, the local CrossFit box. And this was back in 2011 where there weren't a whole right. lot of CrossFit gyms sure. um, yep. around. Uh, and he recommended that I go and try CrossFit um, with him at the local box. Um, I'm quite a perfectionist, so I didn't want to go straight away. I tried to get him to train me up, I guess, to attend. So, so you could walk in there like a boss. <laughs> correct, correct. I yeah, was going to look good. So uh, I think we probably did about six weeks of him just uh, helping me out. I did Fran uh, at the Globo Gym on, you know, like the pull-up bars where they're not yep. actually correct pull-up bars. <laughs> yeah, like on a, on a cable setup yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, and I remember looking at my time and comparing it to some of the times online and I think my time was about um, five minutes and I was really disappointed because I saw people were doing it in the twos and threes. Um, sure. But then I actually worked out later he'd made me do the boys' weight. But eventually... Um, <laughs> Good on him. <laughs> yeah. Eventually he, uh, yeah, got me to attend um, my local box, which was CrossFit Norwest. Uh, and mm -hmm. that was in February of 2011. And I went and did my first session there. Uh, and I've never looked back since. So, yeah, that's so, how it all started. Instant love. Uh, yeah, instant love. I guess um, it was completely... I mean, maybe slash hate. Yeah, it was just something completely different to what I'd ever trained before. I was doing a lot of uh, Les Mills sort of classes at my local gym yep. and then sort of some basic yep. weight training some um squats and presses and stuff like that but you know i i came to uh 
I guess, this gym where the workout was different every single day and I was being sort of challenged on new levels uh, in terms yeah. of skill and strength and fitness. And um, yep. my mind was blown, to be completely honest. I'd never been exposed to anything like it. So uh, yeah. definitely love hate, but um, I do enjoy yeah. a challenge and I, I feel like But that's more love than anything going. else. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. I guess there's, you know, probably all of the listeners would be able to identify with that, you know, because we, we all know people who, <clears throat> excuse me, tried, started CrossFit and perhaps they're, they're more about the mirrors than they are actually about getting the work done and they tend yeah. to drop off fairly quickly. So what do you think it was? You know, that's, um, you know, you mentioned the the, the, the intensity and, and not being experienced, sorry, exposed to that kind of uh, probably stimulus before. So new movements um, and, and probably just overall a greater sense of push, right? Just get the work done. Yeah, 100%. And I also found that um, I was using skills that I'd had from my gymnastics background. So um, I picked up muscle-ups, I think, in my first week and butterfly pull-ups oh. and stuff like that. And I think I know, <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. People, people didn't like that at the time. But yeah. um, the way I looked at it was uh, that was sort of 16 years worth of gymnastics work I was finally getting to use, um, which yeah, I found okay. really exciting. Um, and then they also saw me try and squat snatch a barbell and I was brought back down to earth and they didn't have oh, okay. so much. <laughs> all right. it, it, it all came out in the wash, I guess. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, great. So that leads on probably pretty well um, to my next question. So for, for athletes uh, like yourself uh, at Sanctionals, do you think having a sporting background assists you in that environment? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I feel uh, I came into CrossFit with a huge advantage um, from my gymnastics background of having a greater sense of body awareness. Um, yep. But more importantly, rates um, of what's required to, I guess, be a successful athlete. So uh, that self-discipline, um, you know, that intrinsic motivation and, you know, that desire to constantly be better, um, I think they're actually even more important, um, you know, that you sort of develop through doing a sport for so long even than the, yep. skills, you, the skills you come with. I do think that that might change, um, you know, in the next few years. We're now seeing a lot of kids coming through CrossFit Kids and CrossFit Teens who are absolutely yeah, amazing. They, and They've never they, done anything but CrossFit, right? Exactly. That is their sport, you know, yeah. Yeah, and they're going to be the next generation of fire breathers. But uh, definitely in my generation, I think kind of having that um, high-level sporting background is a huge advantage. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. You probably, when I think about that, that's logical. You're probably exactly right because it's at this point in time not been around long enough that have been generations and generations of CrossFitters. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, in 10 years' time, or as you say, perhaps even now, um, you know, that's not the case so much. All right. So uh, what does, uh, let's let's talk about what a, a typical day looks like for you right now. So we're, we're, what about five weeks out? Yeah, correct. We're, uh, it's not scary at all, but yeah, we are five <laughs> weeks out from uh, ACC. Thanks for reminding me. That's um, okay. Not a problem. <laughs> so I guess uh, my day is pretty, pretty busy. So I'll wake up at probably around 5, 5.30am um, yep. and I like to uh, have my breakfast straight away and jump on my emails. Um, yep. I own two affiliates um, and also I do um, some admin for, um, an online programming business. Uh, okay. so I like to, uh, get that stuff sort of out of the way straight away. I also own a lot, uh, of animals. Um, so I need to tend to my ducks and my chickens and my dogs. Um, Are you, what is it like? You got a, a farm scenario? I'm on, I'm on acreage. 
Um, so yeah, I have, uh, I think I have about 16 chickens, something like that. Oh, oh um, okay. Okay. So we're talking <laughs> lots of, lots of animals then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> lots of animals. Uh, I love to surround myself with animals. So, um, I'll do my chores and I'll do my emails and stuff like that. Um, and usually I will get ready to hit my first workout oh, around 7.30, 8 a.m. Um, I am pretty lucky that I have an amazing setup at home uh, in terms of my home gym. It would probably be better than most people's, um, you know, gyms that they go to. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, I'll usually try and hit my first session there, um, but sometimes I'll head to my affiliates as well and, um, yeah, train with my members. Uh, my first session of the day uh, is usually – conditioning based um i'm quite naturally strong so i always feel like um the strength comes easily and the fitness is something that you can constantly work on um so mm. i like to prioritize that first uh, mm -hmm. usually that goes for probably about 90 minutes um that session and then i'll um eat again i'm constantly eating all day uh, i'm under <laughs> the guidance of um Taylor from the sports dietitian and she uh, has, you know, exact meals and timings uh, for my food. Um, so, okay. yeah, so I'm pretty anal about all that sort of stuff. So uh, I'll have a meal straight away. And um, then in the middle of the day, it's kind of filled with, uh, you know, work and admin related stuff. Um, but also, I guess, the things that keep the body um together so I'm a, little, yep. I'm, a, I'm a little bit a little bit older now um than probably a lot of the field um some of the masters athletes would scoff at that but uh <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like I'm more you know in my twilight years so um I try and uh I get a massage once a week uh, I go to the physio once a week as well um and do stuff like pilates um yeah, okay. and also a, a mobility sort of PT um, with a friend of mine. He takes me through some uh, stretches and some body positions. So depending on the day of the uh, day of the week, I'll usually hit one of those kind of activities in the middle of the day as well. Um, yeah, good. So a bit of bit of self care in the midst of all of the craziness. I have to. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I, I yep. really think um, I think everyone trains hard, um, but not a lot of people are willing to uh, do the boring stuff. Um, you yeah, know, that's right. The appointments and all that sort of stuff, and that yep. that is the stuff spend the money. Spend the money. Going. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in the afternoon, uh, usually around uh, probably about 3.30, 4 p.m., um, I'll hit another session. It's usually about two hours long. Um, and, again, it'll be sort of more of a mix of strength, skill and conditioning uh, in the afternoons. And, um, yeah, a few more emails and computer work after that. And I am a bit of a nana, so uh, I like to be in bed by about quarter to nine, nine o'clock. Oh, crikey. Um, My day is nothing like I'm yours and I like being in bed at that time as well. Oh, yeah, I must be a real nana too. I yeah, think it's, yeah. it's, it's virtually like we're, we're made up of finite materials, right? We have a finite Absolutely. amount of energy and to, to run for days and days and weeks and weeks at a time at that level, that operational yeah. rate, you, you can't not like sleep. No. You know, we can't get what we get from sleep from anything else. So it's 100%. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's, that's what I feel like most people definitely undervalue sleep. Uh, yeah. you, you, can, you can spend time and money on all these different treatments and, uh, you know, yeah. listening to podcasts for the next big thing. Um, mm. But you, then nothing compares to sleep and, you know, the uh, muscle growth and repair that's going on during that time. Um, it's definitely something I try to prioritize. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's something I'm, I'm pretty anal about. And, you know, people kind of 
think it's a bit weird uh, when I say see you later, I'm off to bed. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, that's I, just how I I roll. like to think of a, a time in the future when that's not considered weird, that's considered, you know, like Hopefully. in the same way that someone who's overweight, you know, they say I'm going for a walk. Oh, good for you. That's, you know, that's good yeah. for you. That's good for your health. Like, because that's kind of where it needs to go. Um, 100%. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned before um, that you, you, it sounds like you more often than not train solo, but every now and then you drop in for a class. Yeah. What's, uh, what, what's the ratio there, do you think? One class a week, two classes a week? Uh, I'll try and probably hit uh, two to three classes a week at my affiliate. Um, yep. So we have a, a class that's like a, we call it hit class. Yep. Um, and it's kind of low skill, high intensity, but it's an hour of fitness. Um, and I absolutely love doing that alongside my members. Uh, you know, the workouts, or they might be simple, um, but it's up to you to create that intensity. Um, so it's really awesome pushing alongside them. And it's actually something I really look forward to because I do do a lot of training by myself. Um, yeah. I do have a couple of girls that I, um, you know, train with at the gym or have over at my house from time to time. Um, but we're all on different schedules. So it kind of just depends on the day. Um, yep. And yeah, when I do have the chance to train with them, obviously I really um, embrace that opportunity because, you know, you do need to, I guess, benchmark yourself against other people and um, yeah, know how hard, yeah. how hard grind, you need to go. or are grind, grind your friends into dust too. That's always a, a fun thing to do in a workout. You try. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, the, you say you get something from exercising with the members, but I imagine the class must, like class numbers must be up when they know that you're going to be there, right? Uh, I, I, I guess so. I hope so. Um, uh, I think sometimes when they get paired up with me, they kind of roll their eyes. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I've got to go. I think I left the iron on. Got to go now. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Jess. See you later. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. no, it's it, it is it's something that's really fun, and um, yeah, it definitely creates creates a good vibe uh, in our gym. And I also think it just shows people that you are not saying I'm a superstar, but you're never too good to uh, you know, not do a class or not do a CrossFit class. That's, yeah. that's where yeah, I not, started, and not getting um, too big for your bridges. Yeah, and it, still it's also it. you know. Your members too. They're also, you know, if we're, if we're looking at the the sort of the stark reality of it, they're also your income. So it's yes, going to you know, be a really good thing to to, to train yeah. with them and, and and give them that experience. Yeah, cool. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go in another direction. Any uh, any qualifications? Any study done, Jess? Well, qualifications that I'm attending. Yeah. Oh, or as in oh, study. Sorry. As in study. Old. It's Friday afternoon. I'm off with the fairies. Um, so <laughs> I'm a trained primary school teacher. So oh, I did, right. uh, yeah, I did a Bachelor of Education at Sydney University back in the day and um, believe I used it for all of probably 18 months and then yep. um, got involved at my CrossFit gym. And, um, yeah, that's, I guess, that's where that life's taken me. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, I know a uh, lot of people. Yeah, sorry, primary schools. I know a lot of people <laughs> who've... Um, uh, like you've done a primary school uh, degree and have yep. then gotten into a role and just, yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it must be something that's inherently built into the system where they don't truly get an experience of what it's like to be working in that role before they're employed in that role. And by then it's too late. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. So, yeah I, I think that's a bit more common than, than what people might think. 
Yeah, yeah. It's um, I I I do find totally off topic from I guess fitness, but uh, you know, it is hard to make that decision of what you want to do with your life coming out from school. Um, and oh, you're you're a cop, you're a kid. Like, what the hell do you know? Four years later, at the end of your degree, you're um not so sure. And now I feel like, you know, when I did my degree, I was the most patient person ever, and now I feel like I'm completely different. I've got zero patience, so I probably wouldn't. (laughs) Probably wouldn't be as good in the classroom setting as what I was. You know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And you'd be handing out like, you know, penalties, burpees, muscle ups, <laughs> that kind of thing. You'd, yeah, you'd be done exactly. for child abuse, I'm sure of it. <laughs> um, so whilst we're talking about things that um, people didn't know, certainly I, I didn't know that. Is there anything that you wish people would know, like that, that we might not already know, that isn't already known by social media or, or otherwise? I mean, it sounds like you're running a, a pretty amazing um home environment with a, a thousand animals and, uh, and, a, and a pretty standout box. But yeah, is there, is there anything that, that doesn't quite come across in social media that you'd like people to know? Oh, um, maybe, two, maybe two things. The first oh, yeah. one's probably, first one maybe might be obvious, but I, I foster cats. I foster oh, cats yeah. and kittens for our Animal Welfare League. So um, I, I am really passionate about, um, you know, animals and adopting animals and stuff like that. And um, Is that why you've got so many? Are they all adopted? Uh, quite a few are. Right. <laughs> quite a few okay. are foster fails. But, um, yep. yeah, it's something I'm really passionate about is, um, you know, dissecting Sorry, pets. Sorry, did you just refer to that as foster fail? Foster fail, yes. Foster fail. <laughs> so you were meant to foster them and you failed at it. So now they're just yours. That's correct. That- that's oh, correct. Fantastic. Yeah. I like it. So that's- I love it. That's a, that's a pretty common thing to happen. It's hard to, uh, you know, give away an animal, but uh, yeah, I'm a lot better at it now. Um, I think the second thing would be um, that I'm quite uh, quite introverted. So uh, a lot of people probably see on social media, um, you know, a, a certain image of confidence and stuff like that. Um, yep. But that... Um, you know, having, having that confidence is, is definitely something that I've struggled with and um, something that, you know, I've, I've had to work on a lot over the years, particularly as I've wanted to be competitive in CrossFit. Um, so, yeah, learning to develop that, that self-confidence is something I'm, I'm still definitely working on. So I think that's probably something that people don't know about me. You know, they see uh, the highlight reel that is Instagram. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you know, obviously everyone's – everyone's personality deep down is quite different. So, yeah, that would probably be the second thing. That's really uh, very vulnerable of you. Thank you for, <laughs> for that. And, that you know, that helps too because anyone who hears this knows not to expect to see you running around regionals, high-fiving everyone like a maniac. Yeah. You know, yeah. You've got your headphones in and it's for an event. Well, I'm probably going to leave Jess alone to, to focus yeah, on what she yeah. needs to do there. So speaking of, um, you know, things on Instagram, um, like I've, I've uh, been following you on Instagram for I don't know how long. Um, just I obviously crossed it myself. I've been doing so yeah. for seven years. So you just accrue people over time. Um, but Thanks there, for the follow. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> there doesn't seem to be um, a photo where you don't look like you're carved out of marble. So your girl <laughs> who is the, uh, who's got you in terms of your dietitian uh, yeah. or your, your nutritional needs, she's obviously oh, – how much of how much of that is you? How much of that is yep. her? Uh, I definitely think a lot is her over the last, um, oh, probably maybe over the last oh, six months, I've lost about four kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, and also my body composition has changed a lot. So um, I've always been someone who's 
um, trained the house down, but um, never the really, house down as well. Yeah, exactly. Never yep. really been super concerned with nutrition. It's not yep. like I ate badly at all. Um, I've got a sweet tooth, but you know, I kept that under control, but never really thought about portion sizes, meal timing, anything like that. Kind of used to scoff at people who weighed and measured their food. Yep. Um, and then tried a few different kind of diet plans and you know there's there's always something being flogged out there um and I met Taylor and actually had a relationship with her um from when I briefly lived on the Gold Coast uh I met her through a friend of mine up there um and so we've always kind of maintained contact and she offered to help me and to be honest it's the only plan I've ever been able to stick to um so So it obviously takes you into account you know you who you are yeah, great. I mean, yes. that's, that's that's fantastic. So the 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 weight loss, the four kilo weight loss, intentional, yep. like for the games. Uh, it, it was intentional. Um, I definitely uh, felt like I I was holding a little bit of extra weight compared to what I needed to. Um, for me, mm-hmm. uh, it's quite hard because I put on size extremely easily. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been sort of short and stocky, a little bit of a nugget. Um, so <laughs> I can't, you know, to, to keep my, um, you know, to keep my running good and my gymnastics movement strong, um, you know, I did want to lose a little bit of weight um, and whether that was muscle or not, didn't really matter too much. Um, yeah. But, you know, she, she managed to do it, that it was kind of just fat loss and um, my body composition just sort of changed. So she's, she's been extremely helpful with that. And I think most people can relate um, to once you do see results and success with something, it's really easy to stick to. So, uh, you know, when I did see that my body composition was changing and my hard work was paying off and she'd given me a realistic plan that was easy to stick to, um, I was, you know, 100% dialed in and committed. So, uh, yeah, I've, the I've motivation really suddenly. What she's given me. 100%. Yeah, 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 very good. All right. So, I guess, um, what do you think? Because, you know, we've spoken about your training habit. We've, we've spoken about, I guess, things outside CrossFit too. So outside of your capacity as a CrossFit athlete, what do you think your biggest strength is? Uh, oh, oh, that sounds mm. tricky. Mm. <laughs> Bit of self-reflection. Is it, is, it, uh, is, it, is, it, is it tricky because there's so many to choose from? No, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's more a... It's more a question that you probably think about, oh, what will people think of what I answer? Um, in terms of my biggest strength. Um, yeah, like I guess maybe, maybe, maybe strength is the wrong phrase. What do you believe in yourself the most outside of CrossFit? Um, I would believe that I'm extremely resilient uh, yeah, in, all, in all aspects kind of 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 life and and then it does really translate to CrossFit quite well for me. So um, I have had a lot of success in different aspects of my life, but I've also had a lot of failure, Um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, trying to do different things, different things as a gymnast, um, you know, different things in school that, that haven't, haven't gone well and that, you know, I've never been the best or I haven't been successful, Um, but it's actually never stopped me. So um, I, I always, I always bounce back and, you know, I, I don't listen to, I guess, the whispers of, um, you know, people saying, oh, like, you know, she's failed again, you know, she'll never make mm. it, all that sort of mm. jazz. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I do always bounce back and, you know, I, I, I do believe in myself that, you know, good things will come my way because I, I do work extremely hard. So, yeah, I would say resilience for me um, is a big one because I have failed a lot. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just keep, keep going, keep pushing through. Yeah, well, it's only one way forward, right? Outstanding answer. 
Well done. <laughs> so <laughs> talking about sort of, you know, failures and successes, um, yeah. what, what is it in your life so far that you are most proud of? It doesn't have to be a singular event. It could be something that's accumulated over time. But what do you kind of, in this moment in time, what do you, what do you look back at and, and find your heart swelling the most? To, uh, to be honest, probably just um, the way I conduct myself uh, without sort of sounding a bit wanky. Um, I... I do, uh, I do feel like I've always conducted myself, uh, you know, in a in a really positive way, in a positive manner, and um, you know, and I can look back on the things I've done and know, no, I wouldn't change a thing, and I've got no regrets. So, uh, yeah, just definitely, you know, how I conduct myself would be a big one. Good. Well, look, another great answer, and and let's go a little bit further on from that. How you conduct yourself? If you were, <clears throat> pardon me. If you were a brand, like let's say we've got uh, Roger Federer, his brand is 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 classy. Uh, Tiger yeah. Woods was, but now it isn't. Um, <laughs> Jess Coglin's brand, what is it? What does it stand Ooh, for? My brand. Um, yeah. So, uh, I guess uh, my brand stands for um, being classy, but. Um, being considerate of uh, not just myself but the environment around me. Um, yep. I'm, I'm really passionate about, um, you know, community and environmental issues and stuff like that. Um, so I do conduct my day-to-day life in that manner. Um, yeah, and that would, I guess, that would be kind of a big one for me. So it would be uh, hemp workout clothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that far, but uh, <laughs> no, I definitely, so. yeah, I definitely, I definitely have a, a social conscience, and um, and you know, and, and it's not just environmental; it's you know, it's just thinking about the future. Uh, yeah, just yeah. I try, I, I try and um, try and conduct myself in a way that's not selfish. You know, you're only a, a, a small fish in a big pond, or you know, you're a small yep. part of a very big picture. And um, yeah, I think that's what we all need to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Good answers. So let's um let's let's uh, I had somewhere in my notes that you were part of Castro's uh, demo team in 2018. That's is that correct. right? Yeah, Tell me about that's that. Correct. How was that as an experience? Um. So I I qualified for the games in 2017, and coming into 2018 season, I was in the best shape of my life, uh, much better mm. shape than the year before, um, and. Deep down, I thought, you know, I've, I've got this at regionals. I thought, you know, I, I was extremely, nothing's a given, but I thought my chances of qualifying were extremely high. You rated yourself. High. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's yep. probably the most confident I've ever been going into a season. Um, and then little things didn't go my way. I didn't perform as well as I should have. Um, you know, it just didn't come together on the weekend. And um, I was bitterly disappointed. And that would be an understatement to not make it. Uh, yep. And I was I was on the verge of quitting um, CrossFit altogether just because um, I, I was just so disappointed. And I, I had made it once before and I thought maybe, you know, maybe I'm a little bit older now and my time is up. Um, was kind of feeling sorry for myself and an email popped up, hadn't been doing much training, uh, and an email popped up inviting me to go on the demo team. Um, and at first I was a little bit of a baby and I was like, I don't want to do it. And all this sort of stuff. <laughs> no, um, I won't go. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, I, I I thought I spoke to some of the people around me and thought about um, 
what a good opportunity it would be. Um, and yeah, and to be honest, it actually got me training properly again because I thought, oh my gosh, I have to, I know how much work the demo team does over that week. Um, I better get back into shape and uh, yeah, get going again. So um, I headed over and I was the only um, person from overseas or outside of America on the demo team, which I thought was quite bizarre because they do, um, or they did when I did it, you know, pay for you to be there and, and then cover all your travel costs and everything like that. So yeah, it was right. an amazing, amazing gig and an expensive little exercise for my airfare from um, yes. CrossFit HQ. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, w- it was honestly the most amazing, amazing week. It, it gives you a true appreciation for uh, Castro's work and just the uh, grand scale of the event they put on um, and also made me realise that, you know, it's definitely – it's more than a sport. It's also, it's, it's entertainment. Um, everything they do and the way we test the workouts and stuff like that, they're looking at the flow of the workout to make it spectator yeah. friendly. The um, spectator the they experience. Yeah. They design the workouts to do that. Um, I was with uh, seven other people on the team who were absolutely awesome and I got to know them really well and people I wouldn't have connected with otherwise. Um, and just getting to know some of the HQ staff as well. Um, you know, I, I've now got those bonds that are, are amazing. But uh, we worked hard. They work us hard over the week. So um, how does that, like, because for someone like me, you know, average CrossFit, I'm never, I'm never, ever, ever getting to that level. So tell us about, you know, uh, maybe your experience between what the World Games experience is versus, say, for an athlete who's not in the demo team versus the demo team. Are you guys doing more work? Is it a, is it a tougher gig? I, I, oh, oh. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a tougher gig just because there, there's no pressure on you. Um, and so maybe, maybe physically there's a greater volume of work to accomplish, but you don't have the stress of actually correct. winning. Yeah, correct. Okay. So, okay. Uh, you know, for us as well, it's, um, we would test workouts over and over again. You know, they change things on the fly during workouts, but also um, similar to the athletes, we would get no notice for what the workout would be. So uh, yep. they'd tell us we needed to be up at the field, you know, at 7 a.m. or something like that. And mm. um, we'd come over and, um, you know, Boz would tell us what workout we were going to test. And then we'd start the workout three minutes later. There was no real warm ups or anything like that. So okay. uh, it was definitely a mental challenge, uh, you know, in terms of those little little things. It was definitely for us the unknown and unknowable. Um, and, you know, the volume was quite high as well. Uh, but actually getting to, uh, you know, test these workouts and uh, without the pressure was, um, it actually made it really fun. So uh, definitely a high physical volume, but, uh, you know, the same mental strain isn't there. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's uh, in the end, it probably all evens out, right? Like it's, it, it wasn't yeah. as tough psychologically, but you feel like a bucket of crap by the end of the week because you've just been beaten yeah. into the ground. It yeah. was, yeah, it was definitely, you're definitely a workhorse for the weekend um, because you're not one of, I guess, <laughs> precious CrossFit Games athletes, you know, they'll... They don't mind beating the shit out of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, I guess you're probably treated more like a soldier than, a, than yeah, an athlete exactly. in that time. Yeah. yeah, definitely. All right, so let's, um, uh, another tack, so to change of direction, sponsorship. Do you select yeah. sponsors? Do they select you? How's that gone for you? Uh, in the past, um, I definitely reached out to a few different sponsors, um, just in, you know, in the hopes of establishing myself. Um, but these days, uh, I guess my profile is a lot bigger. Um, Mm. you know, I'm fairly 
reasonable social media following. So I have a lot more companies approach me. You're um, welcome. And <laughs> thank you, Anna. That's your followers done that for me. <laughs> um, and I, I now, um, I now work with brands that I, I am truly passionate about because I guess I do have um, more options in terms of, of who I can choose. So, uh, you know, the, the products and things that, you know, people might see me spruiking, um, I do that because, well, A, I'm very well looked after by these brands, but B, um, you know, those products for me have made it through a lot of other products because they're things that, you know, I, I do want to promote because I am passionate about them. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess, they, you know, I get a lot of offers these days, but um, the companies I work with, they, uh, they, they take really good care of me and so I'm really happy to promote their and, products. And they represent your brand, presumably. 100%. You know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hemp, a lot of my, yeah, a lot of my sponsors I've, um, I've been with for quite a few years now. Um, you know, and I, and I have stuck with them because they, they do take into account my opinions and stuff like that when they are developing new products and things. So, uh, yep. you know, a, a lot of the things that come across, are, are, yeah, things that I've, you know, I guess had a little bit of input into. Um, so it's, yeah, it's e easy to promote them and easy to work with those brands. Yeah. Cause they're so closely aligned with your own values, I guess. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So it's always going to work. So, yeah. you know, speaking of values. For the spectators who are going to be, you know, are going to have their bums on seats in yep. March for the Australian CrossFit Championship, what can yep. they expect to see from Jess Coughlin? Oh, they can expect to see, uh, a, I guess, a new athlete. Um, I've wow. definitely, cool. I've, I've definitely changed a lot uh, since competing with Project X at the Games. Um, I've got a lot more confidence and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm in probably – probably the best physical shape I've been in, I reckon, ever, um, despite being a little bit older. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that I can, you know, surprise and impress a few people and um, and put on a really, a really good show with the other girls there. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome weekend and, and I'm really excited to, uh, you know, test myself and I've been working extremely hard and, you know, hopefully be able to showcase that hard work. God damn it, you got me excited. <laughs> well, that's good. One, one person's I'm, going to be there excited. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to see you take the floor. That's for sure. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Now we're going to do some quick fire questions now. So these are kind of first thing that comes into your head. Don't think about it too much. Uh, yeah. It's all a bit. It's a, a bit of silly fun, basically. So okay. favorite food to splurge on? Go. P potatoes. Okay. <laughs> what any, would you form, be doing? Any, okay. any form oh, any form of potato okay not raw potato on itself but fried hopefully all right what would you be doing if you weren't a crossfitter a vet i guess that one yes all right favorite <laughs> disney movie the lion king okay you kick the chalk bucket over do you fix it up there and then in the water or do you get the water done then fix it I fix it up there and then in the wad because I know my members will be looking at me and I'm always on their backs about things like that. Okay. So you've Plus, you're still probably going to beat them anyway, despite having to get the mop up in the middle of it. <laughs> Favorite protein uh, flavor? Coffee mocha from True Protein. I'm obsessed. Okay. Favorite CrossFit box rule? Don't knock over the bucket. Oh, uh, favorite CrossFit box rule. Oh, this is not a rapid fire answer. Um, <laughs> uh, probably, probably, uh, you know, stay back and 
clean up your mess. Like, in all honesty, I love the self-discipline that comes from CrossFit boxes. I think so many other gyms lack that. I think it's such a huge part of what we do. And, yeah, I love that. Fantastic. If you are losing a heat and all the other athletes are standing around clapping, do you like it? No. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) I actually... I, 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 I'd be honest, I, I can't, don't like it at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, me I, You know, you still want to do it for other people because you want to support them and show that, you know, you've got the support behind you. But when it's you being clapped, you're just like, yeah. oh, God, get, get yeah. away from me. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've told people whether or not you yell at me does not make me move faster. It's, no, exactly. You know, I, yeah, the volume I'm of saying... your voice doesn't affect my output. In my head, I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Like, back off. I know what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Last one. Do you trash talk other athletes during a comp? No, no. No, Not even even witty banter? No, I'm too nervous. Too nice. Too much much of a push. I wouldn't say nice. I'm just too nervous and too much of a pushover to (laughs) start banter. So, uh, you know, I think being with the boys um, on Project X this year, uh, Khan and Brandon definitely taught me a lot more about banter and that I needed to uh, up my game a lot. uh, Khan's a good one for that. Yeah, he is. But I'm I'm definitely not good at it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, uh, Jess, look, that's been uh, that's phenomenal. You've, uh, you've, you've given me a lot of, of good stuff there. Thank you so much for that. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing you uh, at the Games and following your training and the lifestyle and lead up to the event uh, through all the social stuff, of course, and then supporting you at the Australian uh, CrossFit Championship. So bring on March. Um, Ken, look, uh, thank you so much once again. Um, it, that's been a, you've given me a lot of stuff there that, you know, it, it doesn't always come out that way. So I appreciate that. Not a worry. Look, um, Thanks so much, Jess. And uh, as I say, look forward to seeing you in March where we're, uh, we'll cheer you on and hopefully see you get on that podium. Awesome. I cannot wait for the ACC. And, yeah, I'll see you guys on the Gold Coast. No worries. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you. Bye-bye.